Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 64 and the 12th episode of The Path of Abjuration. And so we have come to the final of our solo stories. This one should be very interesting. Genevera will round out the group, and assuming she survives, we will be having everyone meet back up next week. This was a fun little change of pace for us, and we had a blast recording them, so we hope you enjoyed them. We're in talks with some new guests, so keep an eye out in the coming months. I'll be sure to let you know where you can find them. If you're enjoying the show, tell your friends about it. We don't advertise anywhere, so we really rely on you guys a lot to help us with the word of mouth. We know there are a lot of D&D podcasts out there, and so we hope you are getting enough value out of ours to spread the word. Anyway, this should be an exciting episode, so let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. Elatrix looks at you guys and he says, So, where do you want to go? The abjuration one, right? The only one who can, like, tether us is him. Right. Can't we all all go with him? We all jump down the thing. Isn't the the gate already open, basically? That's what I understood. Yeah. I, like, I've been so focused Oh, then what are we standing here for? And Gebetto jumps in. What? All right. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Real quick before we leave, Keth looks around for... uh, Do not cut off some of Grimlock Iron Shaper's skin. That's just... (laughs) (laughs) Genuvera, the sorcerer. Genevera puffs, like... Right, I knew what you meant. (laughs) (laughs) Gebetto, the rogue. Uh, Gebetto's gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Gebetto's gonna rub his luck charm. (laughs) (laughs) Gillick, the paladin warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you. Except Asher. (laughs) (laughs) asher the druid barbarian does any does anybody look familiar to keth no one in this court looks familiar to keth (laughs) he's forgotten our faces guys but even (laughs) (laughs) prepare yourselves for this is the tale of adventure incorporated So, Genevieve, you jump down into the ley line after Gebetto, um, and you feel that that sensation, that twisting, that spinning, the loud noises, the, the bright lights, uh, the tearing and the squeezing as you sort of spin through this ethereal space. It happens for a few moments before suddenly the world starts to slow down for a moment. And you just see glowing yellow. And then, like a flash, it's gone. And you're standing in a very, very familiar place. At first, you're sort of disoriented. It doesn't really make sense that you're here. But as you start to gather your wits, it you see two beds in a corner. You see two desks. 
bookcases lining the wall filled with books and scrolls. Piles of books and scrolls next to and in front of the bookcases on the tables. Papers spread out. Burns in them from acid. The last time you were in this room, you killed a man. Your father. I just got so stressed. (laughs) 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 Like, as you were saying that, I just got so upset. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Wow. Um, huh. This is a feeling. You sort of start to regain your composure, sort of. But metaphysically, you you feel like you can move, you can feel the air, the smell, the taste. It's so familiar, but so very real. This is not an illusion. This is not in your head. You are in this space. What is is Genevera going to do? Um... I'm just going to walk around for a moment, pick some things up, kind of just take a second. Um, I also want to go out to um, out to the hallway for a moment just to kind of listen in, um, see if there's anything kind of bustling around the university or if it's a, a more dead time. Hmm. Or if it's a quiet time. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah, you walk around the room for a moment. You uh, you look on your father's desk where there is a book open. Um, the pages are slightly eaten through in spots um, where flecks of acid had flown up. You sort of look through it a little bit it seems to be some sort of research into uh, dragons uh, and the dragons of numerita a lot of the stuff you notice now that maybe you hadn't noticed before seems to be about dragons sure uh, specifically the piles piled up on the desks there's a lot of information on all of the bookshelves nothing no unifying theme about all of the various pieces of information your father kept but um you move around the room and it is there's a thick layer of dust. No one's been in here uh, since like, the incident. Like his body's not in there, is it? No, they took that. Um, right, okay. And, and they clearly cleaned up the that area. Okay. Right. They um but basically since then they've locked it down. Sure. Um you move to the door which is locked, but uh locked from in, you you can open it. It's not locked oh. from the inside, but it, it like when you turn when you turn the handle, it pops open, um, despite being locked. Uh, and you sort of stick a head out into the hallway. You can hear make a few voices like far down the hallway, but uh, it, it seems pretty quiet overall. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so where I where I came through, there's no visible like portal remnants. No, you just seem to right? appear in the room. Okay, so there's nothing that there's nothing that conceivably get me back immediately to where I came from. Are you trained in Arcana? Um. Yes. You can still feel a lot of that abjuration energy hanging in the air, but not in any sort of tangible, usable way. Okay. (laughs) Everyone always talks when I'm finishing writing things down. This is very strange because, uh, and I would I would fill the time, but then you just have to write all that stuff down too. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, this is well, so thank- new. Thankfully, through the magic of editing, you can take all the time you need. <laughs> okay, um, interesting. All right, um. So there's nothing that... Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm in a good place for figuring stuff out. There are definitely plenty of of things here that can help me. Um, so first thing I want to do, um, you know, which I've never done before for obvious reasons, um, I'd want to go through my dad's desk. Like, I want to, like... I want to just go through the drawers. Um, I want to see if there's anything, you know, I'm definitely going to take a lot of these books with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure that, you know, the Adventure Incorporated Library has uh, a wide selection, but whatever um, he has compiled and the notes that he's probably written in these things, I'm definitely going to want to take for a less, like, like I'm I'm very anxious right now because I don't like being separated. Um and like number one goal in my head is to you know find a way back to them. Mm-hmm. Um but also that's I have no idea how to do that at this moment, so that's not gonna happen. So I might as well take advantage of the the time that I have and, and look through some things to, to see what I can grab. Because I have I mean to be completely honest, I have no idea what his work was. You know, it was a lot of like go aways. So right, and really, the only indication you have of his work you got posthumously from Adonan. Exactly. Um, so you scoop up a, a couple of the the books that you find on the desk that look like the ones that he was probably working in most recently. Um, some of his scrolls and writings, a journal. Um, and you open up the desk and you find a lot of like writing utensils. Um, but you do find a letter that is uh, on the outside of the letter is written Genevera. Oh, boy. I read it. You go to open the letter and you hear a noise behind you from the hallway, like a low growl. Oh, no. Okay. Um... I, 
What inconvenient timing, monster. Slowly around the corner, you think you see maybe like a a shadow or a dark, like a black, something moving, but but it's very hard to see. But it seems to be trying to like move quietly towards you. Okay, I'm going to put this letter in a safe spot. Like, like on you or like on the desk or like tuck it back in the drawer? Like where, where? No, no, no. Like on me. Like tuck it like into like a pocket where it's so just in case I pop off somewhere else. I probably. Sure. Probably the safest spot you think of in the moment is the scroll tube that was given to you by mm. um, Horton. I have that? You have that. Oh, yeah. I just assumed I, like, dropped it off at Adventure Incorporated. That would be stupid. Um, good thinking, Denevera. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you quickly roll it and slide it in the scroll tube and pop the tube on, and it becomes one solid object. Yep. Uh, what is your command phrase for opening it back up, which you set as you close it? Yep. Uh... Like, no, that's like, you, you said it every time. Oh, it's a new one every time? Yeah. Oh. Um, secrets. Okay. <laughs> um, around the corner slinks a feline-looking uh, creature, except that it has six legs and two large tentacles coming off its back. It, it like sort of ducks down into a low growl and on the back of its head you see that there's a yellow crystal sticking out of the back of its neck. Okay. Um, as it growls, it seems to like split into two and form what? two complete creatures. So now there are two of them standing in the doorway staring you down. Roll initiative. Um, d- okay. Oh, well, no, what's up? What'd you got? Oh, no, I was just going to ask... Oh, six. Um, I was just going to ask if if I can see if one of them is, like, corporeal or, like, if it's, like, an illusion. Make a intelligence check. Thirteen. Uh, they both look corporeal. Okay. I should have turned the light on. (laughs) (laughs) It it wasn't dark when I sat down 10 minutes ago. minutes ago. Now it's dark. That's what happened. Um, You actually go first. Oh, wow. Yeah, they rolled really poorly. That's... (laughs) Okay. Um... Oh, this is stressful because I'm in like a closed environment with so many books. I don't want to use. Whew. Um. Uh, uh, placement in the room. 
What's behind them? Like, are bookcases behind them or is it the door to the hallway? The door to the hallway is behind them. I would say that this room is probably like a fairly large L shape. Um, okay. That in the sort of the foot of the L, so to speak, way at the bottom and to the right, uh, are the, the two beds. Um, okay. And then, <coughs> and they're probably also arranged in an L, like along one wall and along the, the far wall. And then the bookcases run across the opposite wall, so all the way uh, along the 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 back wall of the room. Yeah, uh, to the two desks that are sort of kitty corner from each other in the corner, which runs sort of along the the left hand wall toward the door. Might be where like you might have stored clothes or um, belongings or things like that that just led out right to the room. Everything else would be taken care of by the academy, so that's really the only things you would need in your quarters. Of course. And then the doors are behind them. Uh, the door is behind them, where they're standing. Okay. But wow. the whole space is probably only like, they're probably like 30 feet away from you. Okay. So something like a fireball might be a little... Well, right. That's, yeah. Dangerous. A little much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, just honestly, like fucking blow more up. concerned about the books in this situation. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking more, um, because uh, I've got um, a ray of scorching ray. Okay. Which is a lot less... Um, it's more pointed. It's not like fireball, but I was just curious because I don't want to. No, yeah, they're they're that. probably about thirty feet in front of you with a door behind them. <sighs> okay, um, so first I'm gonna do is um, cast cloud of daggers. Okay, how's that work? Um, so whenever no, I know I should know this, but no, I don't fine. yet. Um, it's a five foot cube, um, <coughs> and it's four d four slashing damage whenever it's in the that cube. Do they make any sort of saving throw or anything like that? Uh, no. And I'm okay. Gonna cast it at level three. So that's what makes it 44. So it's 64 now. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, oh, well, I can't use fireball, so I might as well. No, no. Use I, my... I, I, <laughs> it. I might as well use my level three slots. Um, okay. So, yeah. So whenever it starts its turn, uh, whenever it enters a spell for the first, a spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there. Okay. Um, so yeah, you uh, you just cast out this cloud of daggers hanging over one of the two cats, um, and then it is the cat's turn who starts their turn in the cloud of daggers. Right. So go ahead and roll damage. So it's gonna take a minute. I only have one d four. Sorry. It's okay. One, two. Three, four. Oh, no, no. And you only have the one, damn it. Uh, right? <laughs> Five, six, three, four, six, and then acid. 
Um, 5, 6, and 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 total. That's including the one acid. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the daggers sort of like dig their way down into the creature that you targeted. Um, and the other one just seems to vanish. What? Oh. Um... Okay. Uh, and then it charges at you. The one, the one I beast. just hurt? Yep. Okay. And it takes two swings with its tentacles. What's your AC? 15. <coughs> one of the tentacles catches you. For six bludgeoning, mm. and then also the little, like, spikes that are on the tentacle hit you for an additional two piercing. Okay. So eight total. Yep. I don't need to yeah. take, like, different notes on that, do I? Not necessarily. Only if Should it's relevant. I? Okay. No. Like... If you somehow manage to gain resistance to piercing. Sure, right. In some capacity. I only call it out so that uh, I don't forget in some other case, right? Like if it were fire. Right, right, right. Um, and also just so that you know, you know, he, you were not only injured because it bashed you, but also because of those sharp bits. So that's, you know, just some of the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the creature splits again All right. into two. Um, make an arcana check. Uh, 14. Okay. Yeah, it seems to be using... Um, you can tell that this is a magical effect, but it is not illusion. You can't really tell what is happening, though. Okay, it's not illusion. Okay, now is that one going to attack me on its own? Negative, it's your turn. Oh, okay. <coughs> so I'm going... They seem to be moving oh. in, like, unison. What? They seem to be moving in unison. Oh, Okay. Is it like projecting? Um, okay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to. Oh, s s right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use scorching ray. Um, and it's three rays of fire. Um, it is a. A, roll attack roll. Um, and then it's 2d6 for each one that hits. Okay. Uh, so take your attack roll at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> um, that's 7 plus 2. 15 and 10. Yeah, ten's not gonna do it. Right. Why? Interesting. Okay. 
the beast attacks you. Which one? They both seem to be attacking, which makes it difficult to defend against. Okay, do they start in the jaggers? Negative. They're they're up close to you now. Damn it. Um So what feels what's strange about it is that like when one comes in to bat at you and you bat it away, um, you manage to like protect yourself. The other one comes in, uh, and you just barely manage to bat that away also. But it was from the other creature. It was definitely physically there. Alright, so both of them are physically there, but when I hit one, the other one reacted? Is that what you just said? When I batted one away? So, yeah, like you you had these tentacles coming in at you, (laughs) and you batted one away from the first beast, and then the second beast came in with a tentacle, and you were also able to bat that one away, because it is also physically there. Okay. Boy. Okay. Um, so is it my turn again? Uh, yes. Um. So. I am going to. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I am going to use magic missile because I want to see how each of them reacts. Um, okay. And magic missile always hits. Exactly. Um, but I'm going to do it at um, level two. So I have okay. four. Sure. Um, and I'm just going to do two at each. So it's... Jesus. Um, and then your acid. Okay, so it's four at one, and then. No- okay, so the first missile, the first missile comes out, and it slams into uh, the other, like you know, either one. You picked one of the, you picked the beast you didn't hit before. Right. It slams into him. And the other beast vanishes, and the beast that you just hit is still there. Uh, okay, so do my other two magic missiles? What do they do? The other, the other three. You have four total, right? right? Yeah, the other three slam into that creature, the one that that you just hit. Okay. The one that's still there. Oh. Okay, so. So, so wow. the two were there. You fired a magic missile. It hit the creature. The, the, other one. the one you did not hit vanished. Okay. And all the missiles targeted right into the beast. So all of them went into one. And where is this one? He's right in front of me. Yeah, they were both right in front of you, but yes. Okay. Um so the other total is twelve. For all of them. For the other all for the four. other three. So you're looking at 16 altogether, mm-hmm. and you rolled the acid damage? Yeah. For the other three plus acid, I should say. It's the second time you've dealt 16. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, you slam the missiles down into him and he growls angrily. Mm, yeah. Splits himself again. Stop! And makes they make attacks at you. Ugh. One of the tentacles catches you. For... 12 damage. 6 bludgeoning, 6 piercing. This is okay. Um, I don't like being alone. <laughs> I have no like joke prep time. <laughs> How many hit points do you have? Twenty four left. Okay, so you have forty four total. Forty four total, yeah. Um, <laughs> like. This creature doesn't seem to have any sort of language capabilities either. I believe one of the... Is that it has to you be... You need yeah. to... Oh, I just assumed because yeah, yeah. it's not like a blob. <laughs> no, no, no. They have to be able to like speak common. Oh. What's the, no, what's the intelligence requirement? I don't know. Are you? Um, four. And, and it has to, does it have to understand language too, or is it just for? It doesn't have to understand language. It's just intelligence. Oh, okay. Well, you're not sure. The creature seems, I guess, like cunning enough, but also it's a cat. So it's hard to say. <laughs> All right. I just want him to stop doing <laughs> anything. <what> he's doing. <laughs> um, okay. So is it? It's my turn again. It is. I know it goes much faster um, when there's only two things. Right? It's like even more stressful. Um, I'm gonna do. Um. I can move, right? Yes. If you move like- outside of this creature's range, it will get an attack of opportunity. Okay, so I'm going to stay where I am. I am going to... I'm going to use magic missiles again, and then I'm going to just double it. Or quicken it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to do it at, at first level, though. Okay, so you have two first level magic missiles... Coming the coming his way. Yeah. All right. Do the first magic missile first. So okay. Five. I mean, uh, sorry. Do the first casting of magic missile, and then we'll oh. quicken the other one if okay. if he's still. I mean, I, I, he will be, but you know, just sure. for <laughs> etiquette's sake. Spoiler alert. Nine. Twelve. Um. Okay. So twelve. Uh. Fourteen. <laughs> 16, 16, 14. Okay, yep. Um, He does look like... uh, So, yeah, you hit him, the other one vanishes. 
and it, it looks like this force you've been like pounding down into his side with these missiles. Um, he like lets out an angry growl, oh. and blood starts oh. to pour from his mouth oh, a little gosh. bit. <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna do the other one. Five, ten, 14, 18, plus, woo, four. That was a good one. That was a good um, one. So 22 total. Tw- tw- wow. Wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's looking pretty hurt. Um, but it splits again and takes its attacks at you okay. and hits with both. Ooh. You get five bludgeoning and three piercing. Huh? Five bludgeoning and three piercing. Okay. Oof. Followed by nine bludgeoning and one piercing. So that's 18. Um. Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. Well, I am going to... Cast. This is fun. This is the first time I get to do this. Um, I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch. Ooh, okay. So on a hit, he's going to take 3d6, um, and I'm going to regain hit points equal to half the, amount of dam- half the amount of damage that I dealt. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. So you seem to have a difficult time figuring out how like where he is to hit him it's it's a strange it's it's hard to wrap your head around when you look at it but so you make your attack but at disadvantage okay oh right because there are two right okay come on oh wow i rolled huh that's awesome i rolled uh 15 on both so 22 that's a hit the exact same perfect Exciting. Okay, so 3d6. And 1d4. And 1d4. Okay. The d4 is a 3. Four, five, six, seven. Where did the third one go? Go. Oh. Uh, 8. Oh, so. 8. 8 and 3? Mm-hmm. But I regain... Four hit points. Uh, five. Well, half of eleven. No, because it's half the amount of necrotic damage dealt. Does it specifically say that? Yeah, the target Weird. takes three d six necrotic damage, and you regain hit points equal to half the amount of necrotic damage dealt. Wow, they specifically called it out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is that um, it's a spell, so on my next action, I don't have to roll for hit again. I can just roll. The damage you can make the attack oh no you can make the attack again no so what that doesn't make okay sure probably without casting the spell it doesn't cost a spell slot oh, to make the attack again the right. following turn that makes sense okay sure um okay are you done uh no i am going to with quicken um i am going to um, I'm gonna do scorching ray again. Okay. Um. So this one will not be at disadvantage. Nice. 
because there's only one of them now. When you when you blast him with that necrotic ray, sure, uh, to siphon the health, the other one faded. So now there is just one. Okay. Ooh, 26. That hits? For the first one. Okay, so then that's... For, for the first one? What do you mean? So it's three. I have to make a spell attack. I have to make an attack for each one. Oh, each ray? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I did that last time, but whatever. Nice. Um, 12. So that's the first one. Is 12 damage? Yep. Yeah, the first ray hits it, and it just vaporizes it. Um, yeah, and the, the body actually, not due to the scorching ray, to your knowledge, because that's not usually what happens when you cast scorching ray, but it just sort of disintegrates and fades away into the air. And the yellow crystal that was lodged in the back of its neck hangs in the air. Oh, boy. Um... I don't want to touch it yet. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to... Okay, so... I want... Does it look like it's in danger of, like, disappearing immediately? So you, you look at it for a moment, and then you hear a voice in the room. And it says, I wouldn't touch that yet if I were you. Well, I wasn't gonna, sassy voice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, tell me more. Yeah, you turn to where the voice is coming from, and there is a tall. Oh, it's a person. Thin... Oh, that's embarrassing. I thought it was like a voice coming out of the crystal. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's a person in the room. Uh, I'm, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I say. <laughs> Um, this is it's so a, embarrassing. Stand sitting at the f at the foot of your father's bed how, is a how, how, okay. Never mind. Is a tall, slender human in what can only be described as a Harlequin like jester's outfit, mm. including the mask. Oh, I don't like that. Jesus. We've just we've just become acquainted. You wouldn't want to rush off now, would you? Um, something tells me probably, but um, hi. <laughs> What's your name? I'm the Magic Man, oh. and he sort of like pops up oh. off the bed, and he does like a deep bow. Uh, but every all of his gestures are incredibly exaggerated, and sure. um awkward almost in how they look like uh like none of them are natural necessarily hey uh, have you, you have you met my friend Gibetto yet i feel like he would love you ah uh, the small failing no 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 he's a gnome right <laughs> yeah they are that's yes the gnomes how quaint <laughs> that you call them gnomes oh i'm sorry this is and so awkward. He sort of, the weird thing is that he never really stops moving. He might like stop with it in a pose for a moment, but 
he's always like fluidly gesturing or moving like slowly around the room uh, in his little area over there while while he speaks with you. Genuvera, I have been watching you for quite some time. Some time indeed. I don't like that. Oh, I'm. it is not a bad thing. I'm quite impressed with your skills. Can you take your mask off, maybe? Oh. Also, thank you. That was a compliment, and I completely ignored it. But thank you. The mask, I'm sorry to say, has to stay on. <laughs> I'm so stressed right now. <laughs> like... I really hate this voice. I really hate this character <laughs> so much. Like on a deep level, like I went, like I am so uncomfortable. It is like nine thousand degrees in my apartment now, and it's like <laughs> been freezing all day in here. So this is just okay. Um, uh, I thought now would be a good time to come and talk, especially yeah. since you have come from. So far away, so quickly. How intriguing. Um, sure. So have you just been watching me? Or like all of my friends also? Well, it is hard to watch you without seeing your friends. You lead very interesting lives. Thank you. And your skill at magic, all of you. Well, most of you, at least. Some of you have no skill whatsoever. Jennifer, <laughs> <laughs> like, catches herself laughing and then stops <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it gets awkward again. <laughs> ah, but your magic in particular interests me a great deal. Uh, see, I am the magic man, and there is little in this world that when it comes to magic that escapes my purview. I find it so endlessly fascinating. Um, thanks. I thought you might like to play a little game with me. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not really one for games. Ah, but I think you'll find this game so very appealing. Uh, but I've been wrong before. Perhaps you are, are not interested in information. Oh, you're going to play this angle okay um you're not like looking to like take my magic away from me are you no not at all in fact i would offer you uh an enhancement to your magic perhaps uh at the cost of uh your all magic comes at a cost okay, if you were willing if you were willing to t- <laughs> If you were willing to, to give up a small, a small pittance, I might be able to enhance your magic in other ways. Okay, so I'm just going to ask this flat out. Um, like, are we talking like, like some gold or are we talking like the life of one of my friends? Nothing so mundane and boring as that. Either of oh, them. God, they I are like both. This. Can those... I do an insight check or like a? Is this guy really like gonna murder me? So check? so we're gonna do insight a little bit differently from now on. Um, we just mm. haven't come across it since I decided how we were going to change it. 
here's how insights going to work from now on. Uh, you make, you ask a very pointed and specific question and roll an insight check. And the way that I answer the question will be based off your uh, insight check. Sure. And you will have to decide if that seems fishy or oh God, seems this. genuine. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my friends? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Hey, magic man. I just have a question for you. Yes, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like, are you evil isn't quite a specific <laughs> question. <laughs> um, are you looking to physically, emotionally, intellectually, magically harm me or one of my friends? Roll an insight check. It is never my goal to harm you, Genevera. I am interested in the things you have discovered. I am limited in my sight, and you know great deal th- a great deal of things that interest me, and I think I know a great deal of things that might interest you. Okay. So here is my proposal. I, as a show of good faith, I will share with you some information. Some I think you know, and some I think you do not. In exchange, perhaps after I have shown my good faith, you would be interested in uh, uh, further dealings of one kind or another. I have a number of ideas off the top of my head, and I'm always open to suggestions. He says, as a, so, so here it is, my, my show of good faith. I know that you, Genovera, carry within you the blood of not one, but two kinds of dragons of which you uh, generate how, how? your magical energy. How do you because, know that? Because I can see them. I can see, I mean, anyone can see that the, the metallic dragon that you embody on the outside but there is a touch to you, a, a touch of necromancy. The black dragon calling card. And I can see that in you as well. I can feel it, feel its magical energy. Kate, stop sounding so happy about it, please. Thank oh, you. It is fascinating. It is endlessly fascinating. It would have been a pleasure to speak with your father on the subject, I'm sure. Um. The here's what else I know. I know that you have just come here by way of a very powerful area of abjuration to the north. And I know it is your intent to continue on far beyond the stars through the astral plane on to abjuration and on and on and on and on to all of the magics of this realm and i can tell that because i can i can see the abjuration you are steeped in 
and you are steeped in it. It's actually quite intoxicating. And here's something you don't know. That crystal that stands before you, it is actually a concentrated form of abjuration. It is pure abjuration magic. That that little beastie that came with it, the displacer beast. Yes, it carries that magic with it from the realm itself. If you touch it now, you'll continue on to where your friends may or may not wind up as well. And you're welcome to do that at any time, of course. You're going to need that crystal. And hopefully your friends will join you because you will need theirs as well. That crystal, plus, I'd say roughly four more, would be enough to create a pure essence of abjuration. One oh. needed for a certain ritual, I believe you know. Uh-huh. With all four pieces brought together, that ritual should be awfully easy, and I would love to see the outcome of it. Um... So, like, you want to come with me? Alas, that is unlikely that I'd be able to do such a thing. Okay. But you're going to be watching anyway, you creep. (laughs) Yes, I will be. So, now that I have shared with you the information that I think was valuable to you, are you interested in playing my game? Or you know, perhaps, it perhaps in me enhancing your powers. Let's let's talk about this game, cause like, I mean, naturally, I'm very curious. But like, why don't I share with you the rules, and you can yeah, decide if you want to play a, or not? I think that's a great idea, cause like, can I? Okay, um, is the um, no, never mind. The crystal's not, like, on a chain or anything, right? Like, it's something that, like, I would have to, like, touch to grab? Yes. Sure. Okay. All right. You know what, Magic Man? Give me a second. Um, okay. Can I put all of the... Can I, like, take my bag, like, with all the books and stuff in it that I've wanted to grab? Just so I have it, like, on me? Yeah. In case I need I, to I assumed a, that it was kind of just on you anyway. Like... Maybe like a satchel or something like that that you had on you. Okay, sure. I imagined I like put it all in a stack on the desk or something. Um, Mm, Yeah, sure. I imagined you tucked that in before things got hairy before anyway. But if not, great. Now you have. Great. Now I have them. That's all I that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, Great. Okay, so I am ready to hear your rules, sir. The rules are quite simple. We will determine who will go first by random chance. Because in all things, Virilian and Colliesto can guide our path. And then we shall take turns. Asking each other a question. Oh, I don't like these because I always feel like I'm going to get them wrong. The question... As long as you answer truthfully... Is, that is all that matters to the game, and our magical bond will make sure that that occurs. You answer truthfully, and then you will get to ask a question, and I will answer truthfully, what and then happens, I will get to ask a question. What happens if I don't answer truthfully? 
The magic will reveal to me that your answer is incorrect, and a breach of our game would be very poor sportsmanship. So, bad stuff. Now, at any point, a person can use their question to end our little game. However, the other person will get one more question. Okay, sure. You know what? Let's let's play. Very well, let's play. Oh, can you not say it like that though? <laughs> Rick, um, can you just be like, "Okay, Genevera, sure. Let's do it." Not like, "Okay, let's play." Actually, Okay, Genevera, a- let's do it. <laughs> that sounds worse. I don't like I just don't like you speaking. Sorry. <laughs> um, can I ask a question before we ask our questions? Hmm. Okay. Have you done this with any of my friends yet? I have not met any of your friends. Oh. I am not interested in your friends. Although, the dwarf, he seems to have a... A, a fascinating relationship with magic that would be interesting to explore. However, I'm not... That's not my focus. Oh. I'm focused on this fascinating use of magic. Hey, I have another question. Can I ask this one before we start? This is like... Mm. This has... Uh, it's So, you've been watching us, right? So, you know Clyde? Yes. Would you say, like... That my magic is more interesting to you than his? Clyde is quite possibly the most boring wizard I have ever seen in my entire life. that's a little harsh. He uh, has as much talent uh, as you could fit in a thimble. Uh, Perhaps the least talented wizard I've ever had the displeasure of watching work. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's play. (laughs) All right. Uh, we shall flip a coin. Uh, so heads will be uh, high, tails will be low. I'm going to roll a d6. Which would you, what do you, what do you pick? (laughs) High. Low. Sorry. I'll be going first. Oh, God. God. Like, I would have been fine with that if you hadn't said it like that. Oh, so many questions running through my mind. So many things I'd love to know. Oh my god, I'm so uncomfortable. This, you are, you're going to the plane of abjuration and you are going to make this, this sphere, this, this sphere of magic. What do you intend to do with those spheres when you bring them back? That's a really good question. Oh, I oh, almost forgot. Oh, this thought... is this is so rude of me. I almost forgot. We need to cast the spell that will con- set up our little rules so that we cannot be broken. Uh, would you cast this spell with me then? Um, I feel like this is a trap and I got myself in trouble. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be so mad at me. Um, uh, it, 
he begins to cast a spell. If you would like to join in the spell and join the game, you must roll an arcana check. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Like, <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Great. Yeah, you feel the magic as he is like the spell that he's casting with his hands. You sort of follow his motion and you can feel the magic weaving. Um, and you do feel like there is this bond joined between these two spells that you've just cast. This is all right. Now, now, please go with your answer. Okay. Um, we intend to defeat um, a really, really bad guy. A bad guy? Ooh. How You're going to bring them back to defeat him? Uh, that's a second question, bucko. Ooh. <laughs> Genevera. Very well, very well. Okay. So it's my turn? Yes. <sighs> that okay, was a very um... good question. My turn. What? You asked a question of me. You asked if it was your turn. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, I... <laughs> oh, God. I'm in so much trouble. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Magic Man. Clearly, I'll have to phrase my answers better. Clearly, I'll have to phrase my questions better. <laughs> Are my questions better? Yes, mine as well. Um... How do you intend? Hmm. Let me try a different tack, I suppose. You are from Adventure Incorporated, and you worked closely with a very intriguing uh, individual. Who was Marifa? Marifa was the spy master for Adventure Incorporated. Marifa was one of the most powerful and intuitive and helpful and guiding forces that we've ever the, come across. The magic sort of like twists a little bit. This is, my question is quite pointed. Who oh God, I, was Marifa? Oh, God, I, I'm so I'm literally sweating right now, Anthony. <laughs> I, this is like when you're like in trouble and you're like trying to get out of it and you know you fucked up. But like, I am like, I'm one step away from like texting Mike and being like, I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> favorite part about this is that literally a week ago this is what you were asking for <laughs> well, <laughs> you're in a text conversation you're like i want to have an opportunity to have like some to make some decisions on my own <laughs> clearly that's not a responsibility that i should be allowed to have okay um um okay all right magic man um the uh, Marifa 
was a young elf with long blonde hair from the Darkwood called Hilarion Quissoff. <sighs> He's like, he looks like he noticeably like grunts when you say that, like, uh, like you got him. Uh, and it's like sort of a sly smile comes across his face. Okay, okay. Ah, okay. Wonderful. Ask your question. How do I get rid of the black dragon blood from me and the other dragons that my father instilled it in? The other dragonborn that my father instilled it in. Removing the black dragon blood is not possible. Just as removing your blood would kill you, so too would to remove that which is part of your soul. You cannot, you cannot remove anything like that is so integral to who you are. And honestly, would you? You'd lose your gift. You'd lose what makes you you. I think I would. That was your question. (laughs) Too clever, Genevera. Very well. Um... How can I purify the taint of evil that is running through the darkness? The, um, the, the darkness, the evil that is running through so many creatures in New Merida and making them more evil than they would be, including the black dragons, including the lizard folk. Question mark. If you wish to stop a river, you have to find its source. You must find what is causing this darkness, this corruption. Corruption, that was the word I was looking for. Find it, stop it. Genuvera. You recently saw something in your initiation to the, I believe they're called the Forbidden Dawn. What did you see? Uh, We saw... You know what? I'll literally explain it to you. We saw a stone chamber with large pink crystals on the walls. They were tall, pure, translucent. They were filled with with creatures who were once secreted away, but now they're trapped in these crystal prisons. You are more clever than your compatriots give you credit for, I think, Genevera. You are often... You're not going to trick me with that bullshit, magic man. 
We are... Uh, often it is said that you are the one who does not understand people. But you have proven to me today that that is simply not true. L very well, Genevera. Go ahead and ask your question. Huh. Where specifically can I find the source of the corruption? From what I can tell, you cannot find the source of the corruption on Numerita at all. Here is one. <laughs> oh, God. Hmm, perhaps too easily foilable. <laughs> you are doing quite well at this, Genevera, I must say, quite well. Thank you. Who was the first Mayrifa? That is not something that I can accurately answer as who was in the room where it happened one might ask themselves the magic just vibrates violently <laughs> oh genevera well but honestly i don't know i mean they they no i don't though because you know if someone is standing there and decides to to um, appoint this this position and says um, uh, you will be Marifa and I will be Marifa, or they could have said you will be Marifa and I will be Marifa and you will be Marifa and he will be Marifa and you. or they might have said I will be Marifa and you will be Marifa, but no one really knows. The what? magic the magic is still vibrating. <laughs> the spell Fuck. does not believe that you believe what you are saying to me. <laughs> but it's the truth. Mm, I don't think that's going to work on this one, Genuvera. <laughs> magic man, I hate you so much. Okay. Um... You know, oh God, oh, oh God, I'm, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> um, oh, what about this? This isn't gonna fly, but whatever, I'll try it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Magic Man. I was the first Marifa. Yeah, no, it vibrates <laughs> angrily there. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I see where you're playing at there. I get it, but that was not time travel. It was a memory. And a Marifa existed, and you know who it is. I'm not going to get out of this. I'm like calcul calculating in my head how fast I can get a message to to Elatrix and how dead I'll be if this like... <laughs> well, the sucky thing is you're, you're out here as to the plane of abjuration. So who the fuck knows there? Right. Oh my God. I'm so... <laughs> Um, this is what happened. Oh, curiosity is the worst trait of a human being. Or a dragonborn. Right. <laughs> right. Of one um, of the greater races, let's say. I think it's a trait of all the greater races. Yeah, but it's the worst one. I just can't <laughs> help myself. Okay. Okay. I mean, right? Fuck it. Murph is dead, so like everyone okay, whatever. I'm just gonna I'm gonna live with my mistakes. <laughs> um, okay, so Marifa is Fuck it. Marifa was the king of Carapath. Yeah, I'm so embarrassed. Mm. Really, it doesn't matter now, though, because, like, everyone knows the King of Carapath exists. <laughs> <laughs> Genevera, you may ask your question, or you can put an end to our little game. Like, well, almost an I end. I know, I know. Ugh, okay. Um, part of me wants to end this, but part of me is like, this is like, I, this, this must be what drugs are like. Like, I'm not going to ask if it is because that would be a question, but like, part of me wonders if people who do drugs are like, oh, like this is the sensation that they get because it's, it's very... Strange, and I like want more of it, but I also know that it is a huge fucking mistake. <laughs> um, the problem is that if I end it, like I haven't really gotten any information, but I feel like I'm also not going to get any like solid like. Also, I feel like it was kind of a cop-out for the magical dome to not vibrate when Magic Man was like, Ugh, kids, not on Numerita. Because, oh no, I did say on Numerita. Fuck. <sighs> no, I didn't. I did. So, so, and actually, I will amend it. 
because no, you're right. No, it's okay. That was my no, no, no. I said where specifically on Numerita can I find? So that's okay. Well, that's my that's my fault. Well, and even if you didn't, let's say he said on Manath, the whole planet. Oh, so that we're yeah, not we're not ass- just talking oh, right. I, just I know. Assumed. Yeah. Okay. I know. Good, good call though. But but that's what I will amend it to, to be is that he's talking the whole planet. Right. 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 Okay. That's kind of what I figured, but I forgot that is not. I know. We okay. we seldom we seldom talk about more than the continent. So. Right. Um. You know what? I'm I'm going to end this. Like I'm gonna ask my question, or I use my question to end it. Is, uh, oh, Genevera, so soon? You can't. You can't. You cannot think of a single other thing you'd like to know from the magic man. I can think of so many things, but like my brain's a little jiggled right now. Like you really rattled me, magic man. Like uh, okay, um, I really don't want to end this. um but i also don't want to give you any more information because it's really like my friends are going to yell at me so much and i'm going to be so embarrassed we could also um, alter the rules slightly if you were so inclined okay you could use this this question to end your line of questioning. And I would get my one more question. And then, at a future date, you can ask me one more question. Oh. If you do, I will you ask can. you I'm one more question. As per our agreement. Sure. Um, okay. But if I will also offer this next round. Or the round after. Yeah, of course. Or the round after. Um. If you have other questions now, it would be a shame to limit you to just one more. I know. You know what? You're like, you're in my head, magic man. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel this would be a good one. Probably. And I'm feeling quite generous. Probably not. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Okay. All right, magic man. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I hate that noise. <laughs> um. Is there, and if there is, where can we find specifically on or off this planet a substitute for the life force of many humans? So let's say we're using humans to siphon their energy and goodness. Oh, judge. Jennifer, I'll, I'll accept that as a question. Don't worry. Okay. You don't have to be more specific than that. Thank you. You've managed to set on a topic that I am happy to pontificate on. Great. Magic and its costs. How fascinating is magic? How thoroughly fascinating. Anytime a 
wizard or a sorcerer or a warlock or a cleric or a paladin, when they use their spells, when they use their magic, the source comes from somewhere. Usually, like in your own case, you're taking a bit of your own life force to expel magic. Hmm. Those those spells you cast, you you can only do it so many times a day or you'll become exhausted because you're using a bit of your own life force, your energy, to cast these spells. Huh. Okay. Some some people use materials they find. Alchemists especially are known for this, where they gather inanimate objects and <coughs> borrow the energy from that of course it's never quite as powerful some people can cast spells given a long 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 period of time small amounts of energy but a lot of time is go- goes into crafting and weaving the spell with this small amount of energy it's like a cup if you slowly fill it over time eventually you can cast your spell Some people might use pure magical energy, like the kind that you are going to be steeping yourself in so slowly, so so shortly, like that crystal that hangs in the air now. All of these things can be the price paid for magic, and some things can be paid quicker than others. There's a reason that sacrifice used to be so big in magic, now it's not, but in the old days, when you wanted to cast a spell really big and really fast, you just killed a couple of villagers. Sure. That doesn't answer my question, though. What's the substitute? There are many substitutes, is my answer. The substitute could be uh, your coalesced magic that you're searching for. It could be... Uh, a long period of time. It could be special material components you find in the world. Did you know that one of the most magical things in the world is a unicorn's horn? I didn't. Find... I didn't know that. Ah, Genuvera, <laughs> Genuvera. You got me again. I was answering your question and you got me again. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you really sound so proud too, like this. <laughs> okay. It amuses me so. So, I'm gonna end. I am gonna end this now because I should have ended it then, and then that would have been your last question, and I would have been a little safer than I am now. So this is this is my last question. Until well, okay. So you're using this to end our little game. Right. So in the future, we can, you know, do this little magic dance later. Mm. But for now... Then perhaps I will give you the coin. The coin that we used to flip in this, in this case. Okay. I will hand it to you. If you use this coin, just give it a little flip and I will appear. And I will answer your question. And then you will answer one of mine. If you'd like to ask another question, I'd be happy to continue. No, I'm not going to do that without the guidance of my friends because I've realized through this experiment that I'm not allowed to be on my own. 
That is not what the intent of this was. <laughs> well, that's what happened. So. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Um, go for it, magic man. Ah, yes. My final question. I should make it a good one. Hmm. Oh, here's a good one. Yeah, like you just came up with that out of your butt. You've had this planned. <laughs> Some time ago, you spoke with the te- uh, your group, I should say, spoke with the Tezcatlipoca by summoning him. You asked him a question about what sleeps in the world. What was his answer? Oh, that's not so bad. I don't think. His answer was that the fifth thing that sleeps, the the fifth thing in the center of the earth is an entity that sleeps, Gorm's master. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll let him, I'll let it fly. He, he narrows his eyes at you, other, you assume. It's what it feels like. You right. can't see his eyes, but it feels like he's just like... And for the first time, he's not moving. He's oh, just God. like... And then he sort of snaps out of it. <clears throat> and he says, Well done, Genuvera. You've, you've bested me once more. Once more? Bef- oh, that question. Before, now that our game is over and our spell has been broken, before you go, would you like me to enhance your powers? Um, I'm going to do an insight check. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Will there be any adverse or unexpected effects that, that I'm not like super pumped about if you enhance my powers? Fifteen. It's Arcana, right? Uh, negative insight. Oh, right. Sorry. Shit. Where's insight? Where's insight? Uh, oh, uh, fourteen. Yeah. Then. Okay. He sort of rubs his hands together for a moment. Yes. Yes. I I think they're part of the deal. Uh, As I said, all magic comes with a price. I am not giving of myself. I am simply realigning the way magic works for you. If you were to give up some of your... Some of the strength that comes from your power, then I can make it so that you are more assuredly to hit... When you want to reach out with your spells. Oh, fuck me. Um, can you expand on that? Uh, some. I would say that uh, when you cast a spell, it will not hit quite as hard. Very minimally. Um, but would be slightly more likely to hit. Well, no, I understood what you meant. I was just like... Well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Okay, don't get sassy with me, Magic Man. Um... No. 
No, thank you. Understood. Very good. That was. I stressful. have given you the offer, and I you have chosen not to take it. That is fine with me. Um, I I appreciate because that sounds like a pretty solid. Oh boy, did I just make a mistake? No, no. I like my I like my fireballs the way they are. Thank you. My magic might be <laughs> a little erratic, but when it hits, it hits like a fucker. So <laughs> all I am offering is it'll hit like a slightly smaller fucker, but will hit more often. Jennifer gets so embarrassed because she like <laughs> does like she had false confidence and swore and it was just no, it didn't work out for her. She tried it on, it didn't work out. <laughs> Steph swears all the time, but Jennifer not so much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very well, Jennifer. It has been my pleasure to meet you. Feel free to travel back to your little uh, land of abjuration and good luck thanks I, magic man i'm sure i'll see you soon oh i am sure bye <laughs> then you're just gonna grab the crystal oh i assumed he disappeared no he's he's still there listen go away i don't want you around all this stuff <laughs> I need to make sure your travel goes safely. Do you, though? Hmm. Okay. I don't like it. But I'm gonna leave. Okay. Yeah, you touch the crystal, and once again, the world begins to spin. The sounds, the colors, the, the squeezing, the pulling, the tearing... Everything you felt before, you feel again as the world spins around you. It happens for a few moments and then you see that flash of yellow light. Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Um, Gebetto wants to smell the the liquid too like reaches down and like <laughs> puts a hand in it and sniffs it it has no discernible odor uh he drinks it what it has an acrid taste okay uh, i'll split it spit it out because it sounds like it's not healthy <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah you like you spit it out, and the creatures just burst up out of the water. Oh, good. Uh. Uh.